Well, one of the worst uh, parts of this whole crisis is the humanitarian uh, disaster that's unfolding. A staggering 500,000 women, children, and the elderly have left the country, and they're just hoping to find somewhere to go. Many of them are just going over the Baltic borders, but a lot of them are staying behind to fight. There are men who have to, but there are also women picking up arms to defend their country. My next guest joins us from Ukraine's second largest city. This is a place called Kharkiv, which has been targeted relentlessly since the start of the campaign. And over the weekend, I was watching to see what happened. Uh, oil depots were bombed. Uh, neighborhoods were bombed. I mean, there is nothing being spared for this area, which is where we find Oleg, who is living and basically in hiding in an apartment. We appreciate you talking to us tonight. Hi, Alex. Uh, thank you very much for your invitation and I really appreciate this and uh, I will try my best to be as informative as possible for you and for, for your listeners. You are a Russian-Ukrainian and so this is an almost impossible situation for you because your country that you're in is being attacked and it's being attacked by Russians and yet you have a deep love for Ukrainians? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I was born in Russia, but I grew up in Ukraine. So, yeah, I was all, always in doubts, like, about these two countries, like, which one is my, like, homeland. And, uh, yeah, this kind of event, like, helped me to make this decision. So, yeah, and I, I really love Ukrainians. And I really... And I really, really like love how we can just uh, fight with this uh, with, with this situation. Yeah. What, what has it been like for you? Um, take us through because you know we're seeing the images on TV playing out. But what has it been like where you are? Yeah, it's pretty dangerous right now. Like uh, previously, Russians they just try to take all areas around the city and we had some battles near the city but it seems like they uh, they started to attack the city itself and just uh, resident uh, residential areas was they were bombarded today and it was quite uh, quite close to me and like this, uh, this, the point of Vladimir Putin, when he said that we are just uh, attacking some strategic uh, places, like, I don't know, but in effect, I can see that they are bombarding everything and like normal, casual people uh, have been affected. And yeah, this is our reality right now. You have been um, filming what's going on. Uh, essentially, you're in hiding because um, if you're found by Russian troops, y you could ultimately pay with your life. Uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to try to flee? What What are your options at this point? Uh, well, I had some options to be evacuated previously. Uh, just I couldn't do this for some reasons, also because of my family here, my parents. And I just decided to stay here. And I also love my city so much. So I just I'm hope that this will be solved in some way pretty soon. Since we had some ne negotiations today between mm, Russia and Ukraine. So I hope this process can move forward and we will find some solution soon. 
the president uh, of the of Russia, Vladimir Putin, continues to bomb, and he's not just bombing or or. Uh, fighting in the outskirts of Ukraine. He is bombing neighborhoods, schools, hospitals, um, you know, communities. Um, You know, we don't know what's going to happen with this. Is there a sense of optimism? I mean, we're seeing the images of Ukrainians fighting and and holding back the Russian fighters. Is there optimism or is it, is there a feeling that that ultimately Putin will win? Honestly, I don't know what's his purpose. Since like I believe that actually they tried to make this like less bloody, uh, but uh, it seems to me like their troops they are I don't know not so experienced as as ours. They are sending like uh, twenty years old boys, and when we mm-hmm. had like our experienced soldiers and they just pretty easy deal with their troops. And like we have this kind of advantage of since it's our native, uh, like our home city, and our mm-hmm. soldiers they know this pretty well. And like I believe that they find this as a solution, so they, they started this chaotic bombarding of our city. Like I don't know to 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 bring some panic here, uh, since they just cannot uh, conquer us like just with a normal. Troops just with a with a normal fighting in a city. Will Ukrainians yeah. give up? I mean, are they are they determined um, not to give up their country to Russians? Um, I think yes. Like our President Zelensky, he's just he has a pretty. Uh, um, Pretty open position on this. He won't give any territory to Putin, Russia. Uh, but like from my point, and I believe from point of many other normal students, we just would like to stop this war since it's really awful. And it's like a bad dream for us since like yeah. we had a normal life about a few days ago, and now we had this slightly different um, life situation. Life. Uh, yeah. You're living a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, really. What would you like Canadians to know? Uh, and and let me ask you this, Oleg: Do you understand that the world? Do you understand countries like Canada are trying to help? Do you feel that that you're being helped? Yeah, I heard right today that Canada blocked like uh, I don't know this oil uh, trades with Russia, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry. Yeah, and I feel like Canada. Like Europe and Canada, probably two of the most uh, helpful countries for us. Like, I, as I know, European Union they just blocked all uh, all flights through their territories, and we mm-hmm. another country from from another part of the world is Canada, which also blocked this. And like, uh, yeah, I feel like Canada is quite helpful, and also we have a. Right, uh, we have quite a large community of Ukrainians in Canada. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Personally, mm-hmm. I have like uh, about two my old friends there. So yeah, I have um, some special relations with Canada. Do you think you can get out of this country, or are you going to stay where you are? Oh, uh, yeah. I may consider this as an option. Yeah, if I decide to evacuate, I actually I don't know where I could go. Maybe this can be Europe. Maybe this can be Canada. 
maybe this can be South America. I don't know, honestly, Alex. Yeah, it's an impossible situation. You love your country, but, you know, it's uh, it's an impossible situation for you and your family. Oleg, uh, we will tell your story. I thank you so much for talking with us, and we'll stay in touch. Please uh, make sure you stay in touch with us and let us know how you're doing. Okay. Thank you so much, Alex, for this, uh, for this conversation. Thank you. That is uh, Oleg, who is just one of many, many, many uh, trying to survive and in the direct path of all the bombing campaigns that are going on in major urban centers across Ukraine. Ukraine is like Toronto or a major city here where you have all these buildings and arts and bars and restaurants, and they are literally living in hell right now. And so those are the people that this is affecting. We'll keep telling their stories. And stay here with us. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point.